0: As Mitch spoke, we're going to get back in and do a, a extended series on uh, relationships, uh, probably thirteen, fourteen, fifteen weeks,
1: and uh, because there's a difference about being church, you know, a relational church and being a church of relationships. In fact, that's what church really is—to be fullness of relationships and you know, I just, I believe God has got us, and we, we believe God's got us in a season that he's wanting to birth in us a phenomenal depth of relationships. We can talk about it, but I'm mean, when we talk about real deep relationships, y'all, oh, it is something scary some, a lot of times. And I've watched, I've watched myself, and I've watched plenty of people run from it. And as I was, you know, so, how, you know, what's the foundation? Of that, and that's what today's about is to establish a foundation of what relationships are about, and you'll see here the glory of God, foundations of relationships. Let me ask you a question. I mean, how could a guy who was raised in a home where, literally, not an only child, but really an only child, where my brother was 12 years older than me, literally just raised up with a dad that was was not an alcoholic, but a a workaholic, absent, where I just learned to function
0: on my own, and in an entered relationships
1: on the, in that basis. Um, really, a just don't no what to say, describe it. A jerk. <laughs> Growing up as a as a teenager, not knowing Jesus, you know, playing sports. That's the thing. that only place that really I had place of relationships, but it was all about you being able to excel and, and doing it right. Um, and then in this place of uh, just individual, getting in business where if you've got to do it, you are you're own your own business, well, you've got to do it. And then all of a sudden, that guy, you're raised with some dumbness, and all of a sudden, God says, gives me this godly woman, he says that I'm what I'm supposed to be married to, and live with in beauty and harmony.
0: How does that happen? Y'all you know, heard testimony many times
1: of Paul and I's relationship for the first five years. It was hell, so bad that I had to put a scripture memory card on the on my bathroom mirror. What God is doing together, let no man separate. And I'm saying, God, if you don't do something, we're gonna kill each other. I don't have enough guts to separate us, but you got to do something. You know, how did God? How does God change that? How does God take this guy who's filled with individualism and goes and? Goes into denominational church life like SBC, where everything revolves around a senior pastor and goes to a church, and where you know, everything's about the pastor doing it. I mean, so much, so much about the pastor doing it. I'll never forget when I had heart problems. I'm lying on the hospital gurney with heart monitors on my chest, and my heart's doing all these crazy things. And the nurse comes up and says, Oh, you're a pastor. Yeah, yeah. And she starts telling me, Well, yeah, my pastor, you know. You know, when, when, I'm, when I need him, I, when, I, when something's happened in my life, I expect him to be there and all this kind of stuff. And I'm laying there and I'm thinking, I think that's why I'm here.
0: If it's going to be done. i got to do it. And then all of a sudden, how does God do it? And he puts me with a group of men and he says, function as team. What? Yeah, team. Okay, it's like basketball, baseball,
1: football. No. It's like in football or basketball. Ron and I use these illustrations about basketball a lot. Point person or something like that with some point guard. problem is, y'all, in basketball, that's only one basketball. And guess what? Only one person can have it at a time. Team ministry in a church, guess what? Everybody's got a
0: basketball or football. Everybody's got it at the same time how does God
1: take and birth in a man with the possibilities of functioning these places? I know Burby and, um, and Pat and these guys are and Ron are going, Jesus, do something with him. How
0: does he do it? How does he, how does he, how does, how does Paula put up with me for 30 some years? 33 years. Not put up, but to walk with me in growth. How does God start to do something?
1: And I'll tell you what, it's not. This is not about an auto sermon. We ought to be doing this. We ought to be doing that. That that ain't it. It's not about how-tos. If I start going there, y'all, you start
0: to hear that. You start to feel that. You're going, you got off. I'll tell you what it's
1: about. It's about God birthing something in us. Every one of oh, us. Now there's things birthing in me right now that I have never been to before. In fact, God spoke to me uh, about a couple months ago in relationship to dwelling place. And he talked about new wine and new wineskins. And he makes a statement in Luke chapter 5. He says, you know, if you drink of the old, no one, no one will want the new. Because they will say the old is good enough. But at the whole emphasis, is new wine and new wineskins. And God's going, where I'm taking you, you could easily say the old is good enough. But what God's saying is the new is it. And we're talking about depths of relationships from our toes,
0: vulnerability,
1: ordering, all kind of crazy things that we'll be talking about in weeks to come. But anyway, what launches us into these places, uh, in these faceted places, is the glory of God. Everything always begins and ends with God. And it's not in His, quote, telling us how to do it. In fact, you've heard me say this, the commands of God are not there for us to perform. The commands of God are there to be spoken into us, to give birth into us things is that we receive it by faith. It just empowers us. It impregnates us with the very nature of God, and we become participators of His divine nature. And the amazing thing to me is in the fullness of the Trinity is the fullness of relationships. Every facet of the Trinity is a facet of the, of the revelation of relationships. And by the way, in this commercial, if anybody doesn't have a handout, raise your hand up. Mitch is back here in the back. And he'll hand them out to Mark. So let's go, let's take this journey up. In literally, you would see in the handout, the glory of God, the foundations of relationships. Or another way to say it, the glory of relationships. But it's not the glory, the relationships can be glorious. But what I'm talking about, the seed or the thing that impregnates and causes relationships. Now let's talk about this, the foundation. This is foundational in DP. Okay? But let me review and make sure that we're all in the same place. 2 Corinthians 3.18. A passage that we have spoke many times here. But please do not turn me off as as I speak this. But we all with an unveiled face is beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Are being transformed into the same image. The same image of God. And one of the things we'll be talking about next week is God is relational. God is love. And God is transforming us into that same image. Into the image of who He is. Intensely relational. Intensely love. He's transforming in us. How? Us beholding the glory of the Lord. We're transformed from glory
0: to glory. To glory. To glory.
1: The glory. Now, there's some things in this. and In fact, there's three things that God just wants us to pick out here. First off is the basic definition that you know. Glory means thoughts, opinions, and recognition. We're not going to spend less time in defining that. So it's the glory of God. The thoughts, opinions, and recognition, literally we'll talk about here in a second, about, about God or of God or God's thoughts and opinions and recognition. And here is the other thing, I'm sorry if you go back one, the back to the same slide. The second thing I want you to pick up in this. No, I'm sorry, you had the right one. I'm sorry, you're right on. Is that, go to the next slide, yeah. The way, the thing I want you to pick out of this passage is, this is how our lives are transformed. Let's don't make it any harder than it is. When the Word of God says, when we behold in a mirror the glory of the Lord, When we behold the glory of the Lord, we're transformed from glory to glory. What does it mean? We're transformed by beholding the glory of God. Do not be conformed to this world. Be what? Transformed by the renewing of our minds. So this is beholding the glory of God is the method or the mode of how you and I are transformed. It's how I can be transformed into to be a husband. That loves his wife as Christ loved the church. Now, y'all, I want you to stop and I want you to think about that. The destiny of, of John McDermott to Marcy is to love, not to love, but in John is the destiny that loves Marcy just like Jesus loves the church. Is that what not Ephesians 5 says? Now, y'all, if we take up the law of Moses and try to perform that, it will kill us. Because John cannot perform it. I cannot perform it. I've, when I've taught the ten things, you know, about who we are as husbands are, you know, to, to the wife in Christ Jesus, I've heard wives say, well, when my husband starts doing the ten things, I'll submit to him. In other words, they pick those ten things up as things to perform and things to do instead of things that God is saying and trying to birth into us. And so what trains us and transforms us is, is the glory of God. This is the method. In fact, be honest with you all, when we go into a counseling meeting, my sole goal in counseling and seeing somebody set free from I don't care what, The issue is to help empower them to see the glory of God. That's it. The whole goal is to remove the things that would hinder them from seeing the glory of God in their heart. So, third thing out of this passage I want us to catch
0: is beholding. Behold
1: the glory of God. There's our part, y'all. That is our part. Our part is only our part is to just behold And we'll talk a little bit about that. We're not going to go into details about that. But behold the glory of God. See it. Look at it. Intensely focus on it. In this passage, beloved, it has not yet appeared as what we shall be. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. Because we shall see him as he is. You've heard me say this many times before. Why will we be like him then? Because we shall see him what? As he is. Why are we not like him now? Because we don't see him, what? As he is. But you go, well, this is just about when Jesus comes. The first part is, but the the last part is not. Verse 3. Everyone who has his hope
0: fixed on this does what? Purifies
1: himself just as what? He is what? Here. He who okay, let me just transition this. He who loves, he who fixes his hope
0: on the love of the bridegroom will receive the love of the bridegroom just as he loves. No.
1: Misty's question was this purifies their a one time action? No, it's the word it's a verb form there continuous action. Because y'all, you know what God's doing in me? Get this, remember this. He takes us from what? Glory to
0: what? Glory. Glory to glory. Y'all. We can't take the fullness of the glory of God in one walk. We behold it, it'll kill us. It will. That's what God told Moses. You see my glory, it'll kill you because you can't handle that
1: much of me in one little walk. Because I want to remind you of this, these progressions in Scripture. And I, this is not in the notes, but in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, okay? Glory to glory. Okay, glory, that's God's thoughts, opinions recognition. Anything that God gives us, what's it going to have to have? It's going to have to have a measure of what? Faith. Because faith is assurance of things what? Hope for an evidence of things. Not seen. Love in Christ. Love, mercy, as Christ loved the church. Dude, John's going to have to go, because there's things in his past that are not operating in that level. So, guess
0: what? According to Romans chapter 1, verse 17, where it says, The righteousness of God is revealed from what?
1: Faith to faith. Faith to faith. Glory to glory. For every corresponding glory to glory, it's what faith to faith. But then John chapter one says this. It says about Jesus, grace upon grace. Every corresponding measure and revelation of glory, it requires a corresponding revelation, a response of faith. And y'all, when we respond to the glory of God in faith, you know what there is? There's a corresponding measure of glory. And that's it.
0: Behold, fix our hope, purifies ourselves, just as He Himself is pure. Now let's go
1: on. Glory as it pertains to what? Glory of relations. Glory of God as it pertains to relationships. As it pertains to who? Now watch this. Go to the next slide. First thing, the glory of God as it pertains to who God is. Very important. This is the question where Moses says to God, show me your glory. In Exodus 3.18. I pray you, show me your glory. In
0: verse 20, God tells him, no one can see my face. You cannot see my face, for no one can see me and live. You can't see who I am and live. Now, that's before the cross. Praise God.
1: So we're talking about glory, about who God is. I want us to see who God is. Lord, forgive me for that. God's call is for us to see who he is. He is. Second thing is, Notice this, the glory of God as it pertains to who we are. The glory which you have given me. This is Jesus talking about us to the Father. The glory which you have given me, I have given to them that they may be one as we are one. So when I'm going on here, I'm talking about the glory of God, the glory of God. I'm talking about the glory as it pertains to who God is and the glory of God as it pertains to who we are. Who He sees and recognizes us as. And therein, y'all, is the thing that will change us.
0: Change every one of us in here, y'all. Into husbands that will love their wives as Christ loved the church. Into wives that easily submit.
1: Wives, submit to your husbands as unto the Lord. You know, brothers and sisters that are readily to lay down their lives for one another. Or the, you know, the, the, uh, the call of God on us in the, in the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is to love one another even as I have loved you. Not the law of Moses, which is love your neighbor what? That's a pretty, that's a pretty cheap standard. Because some of us in here can get by on it because we don't, we don't like ourselves. We hate ourselves, so guess what? But all of a sudden, when we're, the call is to love your neighbor even as I have loved you. You know what that is, y'all? That's a love that where, you, where it says in Philippians chapter 2, where we don't look out for our own interests, but for the interests of others. Where we're our existences. We're not thinking about our ministry. We're not thinking about our wants, our desires. We're thinking about what's going on in other people's lives. Y'all. I cannot, we cannot dictate that. You cannot tell me to do that. You know what'll happen? You tell me I need to be doing that. You know what's going to happen? What do we call that? Law? What's what's that going to cause my flesh to do? Sin. It will produce in me every form of sin. That's where you see the Romans 7 14 following. You know, that which I do not do, I that which I want to do, I do not do. That which I do not do, I don't want to do. But if I'm doing the very thing I do not want to do, I am confessing with the law and saying it's good. And so all of a sudden, I'm saying to us, I love each other just as Christ loved the church. Well, what happens when all of a sudden you get out there tomorrow and, you know, Wilma says something to you, Jerry, that pushes your button.
0: (laughs) Where the Word of God is, says love is not provoked. Love never, y'all, seeks its own. Y'all, we cannot dictate into us. You cannot tell yourself that. Let a need get exposed and watch you. You will seek your own. I will seek my own. The only thing that can cause that to happen is a heart that beholds the glory of God. That's the only thing that can transform a human heart to love as Jesus loves the glory of God. Let's just real look at some things here about that. The glory of God.
1: Let's go to the next slide, please. The glory of God as it pertains to who the Father is. Now, I'm writing a book called The Heart of the Matter. And it takes all the different facets of the things we're going to talk about today. The fullness of the Trinity. The heart of the Father. The heart of the son or daughter of God, the heart of the brother Jesus, the heart of the Holy Spirit, the heart of the bridegroom, the heart of the bride. And I'm not going to attempt to go there today. But what I am just attempting to do is just to put before us and salt in our mouths to just cause you to get
0: thirsty for the glory of who they are. Now watch this first thing is is for us to catch the revelation of who
1: the father is the glory of who he is you know this is an example of it in that day jesus is praying and says i you will ask him my name and i do not say that i will request of the father on your behalf for the father himself loves you for the father himself loves you this is who he is i could go i could just start to pull out." I mean, thousands of passages of Scripture to reflect who the Father is in relationship to us. Our Father who is in, who is where? In heaven. Jesus' prayer in John 17, 22. You know, I have made your name known to them and I will make it known. Nature and character. To us continually. Or in John, uh, Matt, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 12, where he says, and we'll look at that passage a little later, for his Jesus' sole passion, I will go proclaim to your, bro- my na- your name to my brothers. To reveal to us who the Father is, y'all. And we know all that kind of stuff, the things that it releases in us now, just to catch who He is. But y'all, when
0: I start beholding Him as a Father, it
1: does something in me on the reverse side. Watch this passage, this next passage. It empowers who I am as a father
0: and mothers to our kids.
1: Get this. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. Here's the word to us. Because, but notice Hebrews 12. It is for discipline that you endure. For God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom the Father does not discipline? In other words, what's happening in every one of our lives in here right now? What is God the Father doing? He's, he, is, he is headed in the direction of us to participate in His discipline. What's discipline mean? Train or teach. He's disciplining me. As I am disciplined, what does it empower me to do? To flow and function in the heart of a father to who?
0: My kids, both physically and spiritually.
1: Recently, you know, there was a really hard place for me in relationship to to one of my kids. And they were struggling with an issue. and, And I was having to make a really, really, really hard stand. And the only, my only prayer was, was this. I don't, want what, I don't want the bracelet that says, what would Jesus do? I don't want to know what he does. I want to know his heart. I wasn't saying, Father, what do you do? I wanted to know what the heart of the Father was. What the heart of the Father is. Because the heart, his heart is, I behold who he is. And all I want to do is just reflect that heart Two, Shay and
0: Michelle and whoever else God puts me in the place, Father, in a spiritual matter. Seeing Him
1: as Father empowers me to become a Father. Hey y'all, let me ask you a question. What if I don't see Him as a Father? What if I don't
0: receive Him as a Father? What can I not do? Huh? I cannot Father. So the secret, the key
1: thing for, I want to say in here, y'all, men and women, because you just take the mother side, because God, He's got both, mother and father heart, but I just want to speak because I'm a man. God's heart is, we become so familiar with the heart and the love, the heart of the Father. You know that, that heart, that love, who He is so much. That when it comes to respond as a father, I'm just responding out of that which I know. You following me? It's not me catching us some things I need to do. Because I know, my listen, some things, crazy things about Shay Sizemore, a couple things about Shay Sizemore, but he does not want anything external.
0: Don't act with him, don't play games with him at all. And so, and they'll be quick, shave quick, (laughs) to call things out.
1: I think you got that from your mother. But but in that place is that where the things that are coming out to Shay and Michelle is just beholding the glory of who God the Father is. And as I see him, I reflect that
0: in my role. And relationships as a father. Let's go to the next one. Well, here's a confession, y'all. My
1: hope. Confession of hope. Now, hope is not the lesser form of faith, y'all, where I'm going. I hope this will occur. Because we're going to look at the end of this thing. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope. And that's why I put these in here. My, my hope. This is the hope. The confession of my hope. That as... My Heavenly Father is to me, I am to my children.
0: Agree? Let's just receive it. By faith, glory to glory, grace to grace. Next
1: step. Next, not next step, next facet of relationship. How about this one? The glory of Jesus, the Son of God. When He received honor, That's value and glory, thoughts and opinions and recognition from the Father. God the Father, such utterance was this, was made to Him by the majestic glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I will please. Jesus, the Son of God. Just feed on Him as who He is as Son. Where His food was to do the will of His Father. I love my Father. I was reading in John yesterday. I love my Father. No, they had the heart of the Son. And I don't want to go into those details of that. I think mean, it's awesome in and of itself to see the heart of the Son, Jesus. But when we behold it, watch this. Go to the next slide. This is what I spoke to you earlier. The glory which I have given to you, till you have given to me as a Son, I give to them. And so, guess what? I start to respond, when I start to see who Jesus is as a son of God, I am being transformed into that same image. In fact, that's my destiny, y'all. That's your destiny, too. We have been predestined to be conformed to the image of his beloved son. In fact, God spoke to me one time, he says, oh, you're doing well and good to understand and discover the heart of the Father, but... To grab the fullness of the heart of the Father, you never can embrace the fullness of the heart of the Father until you embrace the fullness of the heart of a son. Because if you come to the heart of the Father and you have the heart of an orphan, you will get a totally different facet of who God the Father is. You have the heart of a slave or heart of a child, it will be totally different than the heart of the Son. The way I operate with Shay now is totally different
0: than I operated in him when he was six. Totally different. And so God's been revealing
1: in them to see the glory of the Son of God. And you know what? It transforms me. It changes me. How do I operate toward my dad? You heard me talking about honor at the first of the year? Where I had the mindset of, oh, the... The, the world mindset is that the son takes over the father's business. Would you look in Scripture, I'll say this to you. This is interesting to me. There are no grandfathers in Scripture. You don't see that. Adam, Abraham was not a grandfather. He was a what?
0: A father. He was a father. Scripturally, I'm a father to Max. But the role is different a little bit. But it's still
1: a fathering effect. And here in my mindset was, well, well, Dad, I'll take care of things. You're older, you seem you're to retire. And that's what God's saying. Where in Scripture do you see Jesus taking over the father's business? <laughs> you remember me sharing with y'all about honor? And I'm going, oh, Lord. And I'm seeing who the heart of the Son is, and I'm going, Whoa, what is this? What is this? And my relationship with dad, I've got it God started changing and transforming it. Where you know my heart now is to see my dad heart expressed in business at 88 when a lot it stuff and he don't even know what he's doing, y'all.
0: So the whole place is to operate and see the glory of the sign and be a sign in relationship to that glory. Confession.
1: Well, let me say the glory of a son. I already spoke this as it pertains to earthly parents. And I've already spoke that. Let's go into that confession. That as Jesus is as a son, so am I to God the Father and to my parents. I, I am 55 years old. My dad is 88. Guess what? Never am I to stop. Honoring him now, obey is totally
0: different, totally different. But honor never stops, and that's my confession of hope. As Jesus is, so am I. So let's go on.
1: How about the glory? This is these are this is one that's really God's been doing to me. The glory of God, the glory of Jesus as a
0: brother. This is what will start affecting the church. Big
1: time. Y'all, you realize, I think I preached this one time here, that six times Jesus refers to us as his brother? Six times. And here's three of them right here in Hebrews 2.11. Both he who, who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all from one Father, for which reason he's not ashamed to call them, which is us, Brothers, I will proclaim your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing your praise. Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood. Okay, now here's the interesting thing, y'all. You're going to see the heart of the brother here. Since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself
0: also of the same.
1: Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in all things. So that he might become a faithful, merciful, and faithful high priest, catch a view of who Jesus is as a brother, and if you'll notice Jesus as a brother, I'll say this one thing about him and you see it in this passage: his sole existence was to fulfill the will of the Father, but he gave up everything
0: for the children, for his brothers and sisters, us.
1: Nowhere in there, y'all, interesting to me. Nowhere in there does he seek to hold anything to himself. That is crazy. That's the glory of our brother, Jesus. Now, y'all, we can't dictate to that in our lives. You cannot dictate that. The only thing that can change you is to see the glory of who Jesus is. It changes you.
0: Changes it. Yeah. Glory to glory, faith to faith, grace to grace. There's a bunch of mercy in there in between there, two.
1: And here's the confession. Well, you no, know, this, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. Let's go to this passage. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren.
0: We will. We do. There's the call. And that's the call. Now here's our confession of hope. As Jesus is, as a brother slash sister, so am I to others. Make that, be bold enough to confess that. Be bold enough to confess that. Now, y'all, the Holy Ghost will take you there.
1: Now, it seems like sometimes it's called trials and tribulations, temptations. But we glory in our temptations or tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. And perseverance, what? Proving character and proven character, what?
0: Hope. Receive it. The
1: glory of Jesus as a brother to us. Here's an exciting one to me. The God has been giving me revelation to. The next one. The glory of Jesus, the bridegroom. Woo!
0: Who Jesus is to us as our bridegroom. Y'all, this is kind of, you know.
1: I, I always had a problem. This was a hard one for me. You know, this still about being a bride. Him being my bridegroom. Kind of going Jesus, that's weird. One time I was in a conference, I think it was the time you were with me, y'all were up with us in Michigan, and the Lord starts speaking to me about
0: the Song of Solomon and about, you know, may he
1: kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. And I'm going, <laughs> You know, and, and I've seen all this stuff and going, and the Lord just going, Rick, you just, your past, this needs to be redeemed and renewed You're screwed up with thinking. Need to build or renew, to embrace the fullness of what true intimacy is. True intimacy has nothing to do with sex, Rick.
0: It don't? Yeah. Oh. No. And so God's been teaching me.
1: This place is the heart of the bridegroom. Get this. Husbands, here's, this, here's that passage. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. God would never speak anything into us that cannot happen. Y'all hearing that? That's a pretty tall order. Guess what you got, Ingrid?
0: You got somebody who can love you just like Jesus. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? Can't really? it? That is not it can it thats pretty, good. Marcy. That is good. That is
1: so good. And for the single girls, here's the cool thing, John, and the single guys. Single girls, y'all have heard me say this, but I don't want to speak it into it. Just so familiar yourself yourself with the love of
0: Jesus. Just the love of Jesus, because that's your destiny. Because the guy
1: that God's got for you, that's what he's going to love you with. Not flesh. That John 10 passage where Jesus spoke to me, it says, My sheep will follow me because they know my voice. They will not follow a stranger because they do not what.
0: Noah's voice don't recognize
1: his voice. You won't follow because you don't recognize his voice. A, a girl will not follow the love of a strange love because she don't recognize the love. If it's not the love of Jesus, guess what? Girls, let it be a red light. But guess what, though? If you don't know the love of Jesus, guess what? You can't discern out and divide out. Guys, you feel yourself so much. Me, That's just what God's really been doing with me. I saturate myself with the fullness of the love of the bridegroom. That's what the book of Song of Solomon is about, y'all. The love of Jesus. My sister, my bride. That whole declaration there is all about... The love of the bridegroom, Jesus. Because you see in John 17, you'll see the love of the Father. But then all of a sudden, we're seeing in Song of Solomon, the love of Jesus, the bridegroom, to us. My sister, my bride. And guys, what I was saying was, is the thing is, is I familiarize myself so much with the love of the bridegroom. And all of a sudden, this has happened to me, you huh? And I'm not saying I'm nowhere in this all, all all together and all that kind of stuff. So please don't hear me saying that. But what I have been feeling this and sensing this in me is that all of a sudden I'm being loved on. Song of Solomon becomes food to my soul and in a particular area that God's redeeming in my heart. And all of a sudden I feel this love of the bridegroom, me being a bride. You know where he says my love to him is better than wine. Where a single glance at me causes his heart to be faster. And all that stuff, mushy stuff, you know, and, and it's all cool. And, and, uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm receiving this. But then all of a sudden, guess what? It becomes easy for me to have a love Paula. Also, on the
0: flip side, y'all, I can tell when I'm not loving her with the love of the bridegroom. Because it will be something that will be totally different than that I have been receiving. No, who Jesus is,
1: who a man is. Just I just restated the verse. And here's the confession. As Jesus is our bridegroom, I
0: am to my wife slash women as a whole. That's the heart too, y'all, is that I will love Misty. As Jesus loves women. Misty. As a sister. You know? Period. Period. That's the confession.
1: Because really, be honest with you, in that Ephesians 5 passage, it's not the Greek word for husband. In fact, the Greek word for husband and the Greek word for wife are man and woman. And the only way you can tell
0: difference is context. So, anyway.
1: I don't think Jesus lusted after Mary Magdalene. Nope. I think he looked to empower Mary. That's the love. That's the glory of
0: Jesus. So, anyway, next slide.
1: How about this one? Glory of the bride of Christ, the church, which is us. That's the flip side, what I was talking about earlier. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husbands is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body. Wives, is where it says, so also wives be submissive to their husbands and everything, just as the church is, to catch the glory of the church. Now, this one's kind of threw me off, because guess what?
0: Who's the church?
1: Now, y'all... I've been around this church long enough, and I know a lot of you in this place here. You like me. There's some areas in your heart that you're dealing with a whole lot of not wanting to submit to different facets and areas. Don't be looking at me like that, Burby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to get a dig in someday. <laughs> I'm going, God, is this a confession of faith? You know? And I know it's the fullness of the church. That's the destiny of the church. You know, the fullness of the church, the whole. But to see the
1: glory of what God speaks about the church as a whole, heart It affects every facet of our being. Let's go to the next slide. Who we are as the bride of Christ. I already just spoke that. There's no need to repeat that again. Go to the next slide, please. And here's important. As
0: wise as brides. One day I was ministering to a lady and
1: I said, I want to I speak to you something. Okay? I want you, I'm going I'm to speak two terms and you tell me the first thing that pops in your head. All
0: right. We're gonna, we're, this is where we're going to go. Okay? Daughter. Bride. Sucks. Daughter? Right? Sucks. What did she say? What was what was in her life? To be a daughter was what? Not good. To be a bride meant what? Not good. Her, in other words, her marriage was in serious issues, in serious trouble trouble. And you know what I did that day? To minister to her? I took the glory of God, the truth of God, about who she is as a daughter, and we started dealing with every stronghold that
1: would hinder her heart from receiving the glory of a daughter. Because you know what she was wanting? She was on an intimacy with God the Father. Guess what? She couldn't have Because what was hindering her heart from receiving the glory? Guess what was going on in her heart about being a bride? When I started reading to her out of Song of Songs or or some of the things like here in Ephesians 5 and she's going, what?
0: She started laying aside stuff aside. And so, let's go on to the next slide. Here's
1: a confession. As the church is to Jesus, so also are women as wives to their husbands. And God put this to me. Singles are also men. Is to Jesus, so also are women to God in all things. I don't know if that's good or what, but that was my confession. It may not be grammatically correct
0: or what's happening. But that was a confession of hope for me. uh, I'm a bride, y'all. So are you. Receive it. And, then, and there's one of the things that God's been showing me about the heart of the bride. What's the heart of the bride? What's the heart of the bridegroom? What's the heart of the bride? Let's go to the next slide. Here's a challenge. Okay, you uh, Let's think about what we've looked at. The glory of the Father. The glory of the Son. Or the Daughter. The glory of the of the of the brother Jesus, the glory of the bridegroom, and the glory of the bride. Okay, I wanna I wanna speak this again. Brandon. Okay,
1: <laughs> the glory of the Father. Now, there's details about this stuff, but I'm summarizing. I speak in the brand the glory of the Father.
0: The glory of the son, the glory of the brother, the glory of the bridegroom, and the glory of the bride. I speak it into them. And to every one of us in this room, me, well,
1: look at this. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Now you remember at the beginning, 1 John chapter 3. Let me remind you, 1 John chapter 3, verse 2 and 3. See, hope is not a lesser form of faith. Hope is the object of your faith. And you remember where it says, We know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. He who fixes His hope on this, purifies himself just as he is pure. Y'all, when I set up the hope of the glory of the Father, the glory of the Son, the glory of the brother, the glory of the bridegroom, the glory of the bride, it will transform me from glory to glory. So let us hold fast the confession. Confess means what? Speak the same thing. Speak the same thing. Let us hold fast. Is that a one-time event, y'all?
0: Huh? Is that a one-time event? No.
1: Y'all, for me to get the fullness of these imparted relational revelations, I have to confess the Word of God into me. Every. Day. I heard of one man of God, and this is one of the things I'm really trying to put my life in that direction. He gets up and he confesses the Word of God for an hour a day. Not prayer. He prays, but he confesses the Word of God into his life for an hour a day. He just confesses it. You know, you know, just different facets of God's truth. Into him. And, he, and that's why you'll see this brother. If I mention his name, you know, this guy operates with such power and authority. He confesses the word of God in them. Let us hold fast the confession of hope because we are faithful to perform it. Is that what it says?
0: Huh? Without wavering,
1: for he who promised is faithful. Now, y'all, he's faithful to us. Faithful as he calls you, he will bring it to pass. I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you, he will perfect it. Guess what's going on in me, y'all? God's doing a work in me. He's doing a work in me. To that it looks like Jesus. It reflects the love that he's got for me. He's doing it in you also. Now, y'all, we can stop it at any point in time. The very first thing I can do is stop confessing his hope and confessing my circumstances. God, if you'd have changed Paula, we'd be better off. My brother Mitch, Mitch just needs to get in line with what
0: my will is for his life. You know, you know one it's not on this sheet? I don't know if you noticed this. And it's pregnant with fullness of meaning. Think about this one. The glory of the Holy Spirit.
1: The heart of the Holy Spirit. The one called alongside, one who does not seek his own glory, one who speaks into us all that is about the heart of the Father. He's never about himself. He's always empowering. He's always speaking into. He's always searching the depths of the Father to reveal it to us. I mean, dude, it was two the dumb. Just to think about the glory of the Holy Ghost. And I'm going, whoa.
0: That's
1: why it's not on here. We'd get stuck
0: on it. Look at this. Let us consider how to stimulate, provoke. Is a word. Provoke. herbie Yeah. Son. Son. You is, brother. I love him. I love him. Stimulate one another to love and good deeds. Oh, the out-expression of, you know, like, hey, last week. Was it last week or Week four? Get a text from Leah. Mitch needs to be off. Off. So guess what? <laughs> so the word is to Mitch, you're off. You're off.
1: Stimulate one to love and good deal. I'm Paula. I mean, she's, she's walked in the elders' meetings, I know, twice, and said, walked in. Seriously, she's walked in on Sunday nights Well we used to meet every other week with the husbands and wives. She walked in the elders' meetings. Twice she did this. All right, Rick's dealing with this and this. What are you guys going to do about it?
0: I'm going, okay. Be bold. Bye. Y'all know. It's sick of them, you guys let's consider how
1: to birth this in us birth it, birth it, hold them before each other the glory of God in these particular areas
0: and not to perform it yeah, because it's in us,
1: it is in us, the spirit, man or woman in you is created in the likeness and the image of God. All you're wanting to do is that spirit man, your soul, to take on the fullness of that spirit man. To think in line with who you are. Put on the new self. Like it says in Ephesians chapter five,
0: 4. Put on the new self. Put it on. Put it on. Like you're putting a coat on. So, anyway. Get us, Jesus. Get us pregnant. With the expectation, the excitement of the glory of God being birthed in men and women's hearts. Come here, brother. Bele me out of this. Can
2: you get up there and play on me? Tell her a little bit. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, never, never, never mind, never mind. <laughs> He's definitely getting some Um. Well, just as we close out, there's just really two things that um, just really stood out that, that, or the question that God had asked in this is basically, what am I beholding? What am I beholding? I think some of us you just I just felt like have stopped coming to the mirror. We just you know, we just realize that man I don't I don't know if I necessarily even wanna see see what's there anymore. But God is saying I need you to come back to the mirror and begin to behold me. And begin behold beholding my glory. So that so you can catch vision of these five facets of of glory that I've gotta get. You know, to live this life out in the fullness. I need that. I need I need that the glory I need that resounding in who I am. Um in every facet. Because um, I was thinking about that James one twenty four, you know, it's, it's talking about doers and hearers and doers. But he says a statement, he's like, um
0: have it in my phone.
2: Um uh, says but the one Uh, for once he has looked at himself and gone away, he has immediately forgotten what kind of person he is. And I just felt like that, I mean, that that phrase, just you've forgotten what kind of person he is, and that's because we've stopped coming to the mirror of the King. And um, I just felt like the Lord said, some of us just need to go back, start getting back before the mirror of God, uh, the mirror of the kingdom, and just get back in that place where we see his glory. We hear we. We see him as he is and we become like him. And that's, I, I can remember one time I was sitting there. Josh, you feel free to play a little bit. <laughs> now that you're sitting there. Feel free to play a little bit. Um, I tried to get size up there, but he wouldn't go. Um, I remember one time Rick had, Rick had texted me. He'll text me every once in a while. He'll text me. You know, I think I was just out of it or in some type of funkiness and he just texted me said what's going on you know one of those what's going on dude and so I, I think i wrote him like you know i just let it go you know i was like texting him this like it was probably seven eight texts worth of stuff and i got to the end of it and i said well really i just need his presence You know, i just got to the <laughs> i got it all out and then at the end of it i was like well really I just need, the, I just need the presence of God. I just need the glory of God. I need the revelation of who He is and who I am, and, and that that takes care of it. Really, all the rest of the, the seven text words of stuff just fades at that point. I feel like that's what the Lord wants to do today. He just needs to get. He just wants to get us back in that place. And so I just want us to stand. I just want to pray over you, just as um, Josh plays some background music, I just want to encourage you if, um, there's also a word um, two people on the healing team got um, the word for a right calf um, if that has been bothering you or you need healing today in that area, I just believe that God said today is a day for that so I'm going to have Brandon and any of the Pat or any of these guys that want to come and pray for, for that, that, y- that y'all can come over here so that's you. Feel free to come on up while I'm praying. Uh, they're going to be up here ready to pray. Um, but if you feel today, I just felt like the Lord just wanted. I mean, we'll definitely pray for you. But I felt like the Lord just said, "Come and be with with God. Get before the mirror." I mean, I I can try to be a mirror for you, but the reality is that that doesn't work as well. I felt like the Lord said, "If you just need to come and get before Him, as a, just get before that mirror again, you just come." As I'm praying you come as josh was playing you come if that was a word for you so lord i just pray god just i just declare god even as i'm speaking just if you want to come if you want to kneel at the altar feel free if you just want to come and just be before the lord if you want to get before him just come lord i just pray right and rig was saying if you want us to pray for you, you can come and stand if you want to just get before the lord just come and kneel at the altar So, Lord, we just pray right now in Jesus' name. God, just we, we. what am I beholding, God? And, Lord, I just want to behold the glory of God today. I want to behold your glory, God, who you are as a brother, who you are as a father, who you are as a a son, who you are as the bridegroom and the bride. Because, Lord, that's what, Lord, I need to catch vision of that. I want to see you as you are so I'll become like you, God. I want to be that bridegroom. I want to be that bride. I want to walk with this body. I want to walk in relationship with people as a as a brother, God, that empowers people, Lord. I want, to, I want to walk in a place of being a father that I can be a father to people, even if maybe some of us that don't even have kids or maybe not even married yet, that we can be, there's facets of getting vision of who the father is so I can encourage people. I can be that to people, Lord. I just pray that even as a um, Lord God, just a, just that brother, God. Just Lord, I, I want to be a brother to people, Lord. There's there's people in this body that need me as a brother, Lord. That, for all of us, I just pray that. So, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this morning. Thank you for that revelation. Thank you for that good, your goodness and your greatness, God. And Lord, we just want to behold you this week. God, make this a week that we get back before that mirror. God in, a, in the in the secret place in that quiet place, God that or whether that's confessing scripture over us an hour or taking 15 minutes or whatever that looks like to us as a as a quiet time, God, just a, a time before You, morning, night, on our lunch break, whatever that whatever that looks like, God, I just pray we take that opportunity, take that moment, those moments, God, to get before You and behold You and to see You as You are. And that we will become like you, God. We will become like you. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. We bless you and we honor you for that. So, Lord, th- just right now, God, just, I just pray that, God, we would just take opportunity to do that. just want you to take a minute. If you want to come up, like I said, feel free to come up. Just take a minute to get before Him. God, just, just maybe it's just a proclamation. Maybe it's just a, God, empower me to see you as you are. Whatever that is. Just, I feel like the Lord wanted to activate. You You need to activate. You need to get before that Mary. Just take a moment to do that. We just, we just get before you, Lord. We just thank you. Just want Josh. We're just going to sing. He is faithful. That just that proclamation. Just remember, as we see Him as He is, as we declare who He is, that's what we become. If I wanted, to, if I'm declaring He is faithful, I'll become faithful. If I declare He's glorious, if I declare He's healing, I'll I'll become that person that, that advocates for healing. Mm-hmm. Let's just sing this together. to him Faithful God, you are healing right now. God, you are love and joy, hope, peace, life. God, you are so much. God, God, I just pray that we would just catch vision of that. God, God, as Rick has just encouraged us and declared to us. God, God, just your who you are. God is a father, as a brother. God is a one who sits as a bride and also a bridegroom, God, or just the church as the bride, Lord. And Lord, just us as the sons and daughters of God, Lord, I just pray right now, God, we would we would go out, Lord, with the power of the kingdom, God, that, that there's a transformation on the inside, so Lord, we have impact on the outside, Lord. So Lord, we just thank you for that this morning. Thank you for that revelation. Thank you for that your goodness in that. And Lord, we just thank you for the healing that you're bringing about today. Thank you for that right calf that's being healed, Lord. Thank you for other, or if anybody else has a healing need today, God, I just thank you that you're here as a healer. And you're here as a declaration of healing, God. That's who you are. So I just encourage anybody else that needs a place on their body healed, just something wrong with your body, just physical healing, come and just get prayer for that. Uh, so, Lord, we just thank you for that. We bless you we honor you. We give you joy. We just we just take joy in you, Lord. Take joy in you today. Lord. Just thank you, for our Father, in Jesus' name. Amen? Come on, everybody said amen? Amen. All right, we'll be blessed. If you need anything, like I said, healing team's up here, prayer team. If you need any other prayer, come and stand. We'll pray for you. Have a blessed,